Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the final episode of Whiskey, Grits, and Honey for the year. Uh, there is no doubt that this has been a wild, crazy, eventful year, but if you are listening to this episode, that means that you have made it out alive, and for that, you should celebrate. Uh, for this episode, I just want to kind of debrief some things that have happened throughout this year, uh, give a first, last, best, and worst, and also just give some of the lessons that I've learned this year. But before I get started, I want to thank you guys for listening, for um, checking out this podcast. I did not record as many episodes as I would like, but that's something that I want to continue more in 2021. So to get things started, uh, first, last, best, and worst. Uh, My first memory of 2020, um, I remember hanging out with my brother and his wife and having dinner with them. Uh, The night before, uh, we had all went out and celebrated and um, was really looking forward to the year. That was the first night that all of my friends had really come together and just like had fun together. So it really meant a lot for me. It was also the first day that I kicked off my influencer page. So I was really eager to get started with that. I'll never forget my first post. Um, I had made a holiday drink and I had posted it and I was just really motivated, inspired that this was really going to take off. And luckily it did. So I was really excited about that. Um, last memory, um, I guess technically it's not the end of 2020 yet, but I always love the last week of the year. Um, it's kind of when things just slow down, you have time to reflect, um, you can wind down from Christmas and the holidays, but you can also prepare for the next year. You can set goals, intentions, um, resolutions if you do that. So I always look forward to that. So that's going to count as my, uh, last memory of 2020, uh, best memory would certainly be um, this summer. Um, I kicked off my 100 Days of Summer campaign. Uh, that was super successful. I did a lot of uh, safe traveling, of course, with like the restrictions and the pandemic um, protocols. But uh, the peak, I would say, was this summer. I got to travel to Atlanta, Georgia. And this was also the height of the protest and the walks and the marches for violence against black and brown communities here in America. So it was just really powerful to walk with complete strangers and to raise awareness and to raise my voice for that cause. Um, As far as worst moment of 2020, um, overall, I'll be honest, like this is a very unpopular opinion, but I don't think it was all that bad of a year. Um, My worst moment was the transition into all that was going on. Um, I remember that it was, I'll never forget this day. We were in school. And I was reading one of my favorite short stories, um, Hills Like White Elephants by Ernest Hemingway. Um, I had just given an assignment to my students and I checked my email and there was a um, news release, breaking news, that the governor had shut down schools for two weeks um, starting that next week, which uh, we were getting ready to prepare for spring break anyway, so it wasn't like a huge deal. But that really just like snowballed into all that was happening. I never really got to tell my kids goodbye. Um, I'm a huge extrovert, so just adjusting to um, having to deal with quarantine and staying at home, um, which in return has actually been great for me. Uh, it's given me the chance to slow down, to reflect, to learn more about myself. So it's one of those things that started off kind of rough, but it definitely had its perks and its rewards at the end. Um, I guess from there, I'm going to transition into just like top five moments that I've had for 2020. Um, number one would definitely be road tripping to Atlanta. So me and my brother, Justin, um, took a week off and we rented a car and we went from here in Danville, Virginia, all the way down to Atlanta. 
we stopped in uh, Charlotte, we stopped in Greenville, South Carolina, and then we made our way to Atlanta, spent a few days there. It was beautiful. Um, because of the quarantine and the protocols and stuff, um, traffic was perfect. I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better time. Um, he and I got to spend a lot of time together, hang out. Um, he had just graduated from VCU, so it was kind of a treat for him. It was a chance for me to kind of just like get out and still do some exploring and stuff, so I was super excited about that. Uh, number two moment would certainly be, again, the marches and stuff that have occurred in this country. Uh, being a black male, it was really powerful to see people come together in solidarity to um, raise awareness about the brutality and the dehumanization of black males and just communities of color. Um, here in my hometown and in um, surrounding areas, there were lots of marches, lots of speeches, uh, lots of unity and stuff that really brought together our community and raised awareness. Um, it was just really powerful to see people that I never would have expected to um, speak up for this cause and to want to be educated about this cause, to reach out to me and other folks and ask, hey, what can I do for this? How can I become more educated for that? So that really helped me um, grow as a person, as an educator, as an influencer. Um, it was just really powerful. Uh, Top three moment of 2020, I would say, was my 100 Days of Summer campaign. Um, so what that was basically was I did some real estate traveling to areas that were open um, from their phases, from their stay-at-home orders, and just wanted to reach out to brands and businesses and do a lot of showcasing of um, areas here in Virginia, North Carolina, and of course some in like South Carolina and Georgia as I make my road trip down there. Um, it was a great chance. I was looking to become a brand ambassador for some different brands and stuff, which I did have the opportunity to do with some brands. So that was really cool. Um, I got to try some new restaurants, some new bars, uh, of course make some new friends, meet some new folks. And so it was just a really fun time, have some safe fun and to uh, just explore some new areas. Uh, top four moment of 2020 was actually quarantine. Um, I'm a person that, like I said, I'm an extrovert and I'm super involved with my community. I'm in several um, organizations and clubs and stuff. So there was a point in my life where every day I was doing something. So I would go straight from work and would either volunteer or go to a meeting for some club or do something. So when the world just stopped, um, of course, there was some just shell shock from the initial just, okay, you're stuck at home. You don't have any human contact. But it was really just peaceful, and I had the opportunity to do things that I had never dreamed in a million days of doing. Um, I had also recently purchased a house, so it gave me the opportunity to um, work on that some. Um, I'm a huge reader, so I was able to read and write and just like rest, and I'd Honestly, I'm going to miss that. And just to have the opportunity to say, I'm here. This is the moment I'm in right now. Anything else can pause, can wait. So um, I'm really grateful for that, for the moment in quarantine. Um, I've never really been able to watch television. Um, like I said, just sit and read and do activities that I've loved that I've not been able to do in years. And I had the opportunity this year. And I'm going to be intentional next year of just setting aside some time to have those moments of just like peace and solitude and things like that. Hopefully we won't be in a global pandemic, but I'm still going to be really intentional about my time and my space and my energy. And final moment I would say would be my birthday slash housewarming party. Um, 
I've got several friends who are super close to me, dear to my heart, like they mean the world to me. But I kind of like categorize them just because of like their different interests and things that we have in common. And so for my birthday, I was able to bring everyone together. It was a huge success. Um, folks were making friends with other groups that I hang out with. Um, everyone just came together. Ironically, it was the weekend before um, shutdowns began. So it was like our last hurrah before we truly kicked off 2020. But um, I'm really looking forward to hosting folks and having more dinner parties, more events, and um, just bringing my friends together again into the next year. So with that, um, seven lessons that I have learned from 2020. Um, some of these are going to repeat just because they have just been my mantras and things that have carried me throughout the year. Um, so lesson one is to live slowly. Um, that's one thing that I'm definitely keeping from quarantine from 2020 that I'm going to be more intentional with in the new year, just to think slower, to speak slower, to just live slower, like to have these opportunities to put Corey first, to, um, reflect and think and not to make such quick decisions, uh, to take time to rest when needed and just to value, um, slow living and um, self-care, uh, which goes into point two. Uh, self-care is super important. So that's another lesson that I've learned from 2020. And oftentimes we uh, get this image that self-care is just, you know, chocolate and wine and bubble baths and, you know, spa treatments and stuff. But self-care is so much more than that. It can be, hey, tonight I don't feel like cooking, so I'm getting takeout. Or, hey, those dishes can wait until the next day. I just need a mental break. And so everything else can pause and I'm going to binge watch Netflix for the next three hours. That is okay. There is no one or nothing that can stop you from putting yourself first. So that is just a huge piece that I am carrying into the next year and going forward. Um, lesson three, to read and write every day. Um, whether it's uh, several paragraphs, whether it's a couple sentences, whether it's a chapter, whether it's three books, making sure that uh, you're just picking up a pen, picking up a book, uh, reading an article. Um, I'm trying to be more intentional about less online articles and more like physical copy print uh, media. So just making sure that I'm reading and writing something every day. Um, as a writer, I was so overjoyed that I had more time to be intentional about my writing during quarantine throughout this year. So I am super grateful for that and I'm definitely carrying that with me into the next year. Uh, lesson four, to find your tribe. Um, unfortunately, friends come and go. Um, I haven't had too many changes to my friend group this year, so I'm super grateful for that. Um, they have been super supportive of me with all that has gone on in our country, um, with the changes that we've seen and the revolutions that we are trying to bring up. So I, I will tell anyone that I am just like internally grateful for my friend group. Um, I have the best friend group and there is nothing that I would not do for them. So thank you guys for all that you mean to me, what you've done for me this year. And I'm looking forward to making more memories and having more adventures next year. Uh, use your voice. So I remember when, um, at the beginning of quarantine that I was just so stunned and almost in a state of shock that it felt like I had lost my voice. Um, with all the issues that were occurring in the country, um, and not only just like the racial injustices, but uh, people who were um, just not taking the whole pandemic seriously, it just really taught me that my voice is a gift and I have got to raise my voice 
for um, folks who do not have a voice and for folks who are not represented, who are uh, marginalized, for those who need to be spoken for. Um, there's a saying that says, um, raise your words, not your voice, for it is rain that brings flowers, not thunder. Although that sounds great, I do have to disagree because sometimes you have got to raise your voice. You've got to speak a little bit louder than the folks at the table because if you are from a group that is not heavily represented, if you do not have a large space at the table, you have got to speak louder than the other folks at the table. And that's no disrespect to everyone else who's at the table, but if you want equity, yes, equity, not equality, you have got to use your voice. You've got to raise awareness. You have got to represent those groups that do not have the same volume as the folks at the table. Um, lesson six, embrace any and everything. We did not see 2020 coming. Uh, no one, well, Obama predicted this, but uh, we did not see this coming. I think every person in America has had to learn to shift and pivot and to make changes, to uh, think on the spot. And so that has really taught me to be prepared for anything and to embrace it. Because honestly, uh, last year, I wouldn't have seen myself uh, being at home for 10 months, recording a podcast, um, doing the things that I've really done this year. And honestly, if it weren't for the pandemic, I wouldn't be the person that I am in love with today. So just learn to embrace things and take things as they come. Uh, final thing that I definitely think is the mantra of 2020 is to put others before yourself. Um, so often we value our individual rights our individual thoughts and lifestyles over others. But honestly, to get over this pandemic, we have got to put others first. Wear your mask, wash your hands, give people their space, physical and mental. So um, definitely just value others, do what you can for others because we can't rise above this unless we lift up others. So disregard the COVID pounds you may have gained. Um, allow yourself to grief over the events that you've missed this year. Um, take time to reflect, to be gracious with yourself that we have survived 2020. We are living in a global pandemic, and if you are right here in this moment, you are alive and better days are coming. Again, none of us predicted this, but all we can do is hope for the best. So again, thank you guys for all of your support, for listening um, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Please continue to be safe. Uh, let's work together to get this over with. And I am really looking forward to talking to you guys more next year. See you soon, guys.